and we are going to jump into today's advanced training. I am so excited. Uh, we finally made it happen, Jim. Uh, it seems like it's been a year in the works to get Jim here, uh, but uh, this morning we are going to hear from Jim Mosley uh, from National Life, and uh, it, it's funny, uh, National Life, uh, I've, I've worked with National Life since uh, 2001. Uh, I believe uh, that, that we worked together and, and love their products back then. Uh, in the last year and a half or so, we've come, or two years, I guess now, we've come back around with National Life and uh, really is one of our cornerstone index UL products, but they have others. Uh, and um, and turns out Jim's a neighbor. Uh, National Life has uh, two headquarters. Uh, one is in Montpelier, Vermont, and the other is in Addison, Texas, <laughs> right down the road from us. Uh, if you're driving up and down the Dallas Tollway, you should see it looks like a helicopter landing pad. Uh, that's the National Life sign right below it. Um, and and the, so the office is really close to our office, but you live just across the tollway from me. Uh, so we are neighbors in that sense, too. He, I live in Bent Tree North. He lives in Bent Tree West, which is actually west of Bent Tree North. Um, Adam, for, for your benefit. <laughs> it actually is that way. But uh, we get to hear from Jim this morning. He's got a slide deck he's going to go through. And without further ado, uh, let's give him a hand. Bring him up. Uh, thank you, Fitz. Yeah, glad we finally got to uh, to get together. Uh, we will. Uh, I'll probably skip around a little bit, but did want to to have this. And I have, I've got this saved too. So if you need a copy of it, I think you guys got me recorded. But um, yeah, we can get you all this info if you need it. Um, yeah, I I will echo what Fitz just said. Um, it has been a uh, crazy last couple of weeks. Um, my phone's been bringing pretty much nonstop, as I'm sure Chris Norris has uh, on the BAM side. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, markets are doing what markets do, right? Uh, and uh, it's it's very easy for everyone to get excited about the market and hey, I'm going to do everything 401k because we've been on this crazy run the last 10 years and and there's a lot of um, concerns right now, right? Um, um, it's total speculation. So I'm not even going to bother to say, hey, are we done? Or are we not done? Who knows? Um, but uh, something that you can know is pretty much um, so if anyone's been doing S and P they are now today where their account was two years ago. So just know that while everyone's, you know, yes, it's been a crazy, a crazy run. The last 10 years has been phenomenal. Yes, that's true, but we just gave up two years worth of growth uh, on the S&P. So um, yeah, to Fitz's point, now is the time to be having those conversations. I mean, again, really where National Life comes into play for you guys is we do well in safe money growth. Right. So I am not in, in general, I'm not trying to be the number one asset out there for your clients um, because that's, that's what the market can do. Right. For people that need and want risk, there's risk out there for them. That's not me. Right. Where, where we, where we seek to be is we seek to be the best return on their safe dollars um, or in a scenario like this, quite potentially, maybe, maybe we will be the best thing on their, on their, um, their balance sheet this year right? If the markets continue to go up and down. So that's a little kind of brief thing of IUL, but, but in terms of the perceived opportunity that's out there for you guys, it's big, right? Um, a lot of Americans don't have insurance um, and most people are vastly underinsured. So even someone that does say, hey, I have coverage, you guys all know this, right? Dig a little deeper, right? Oh, I have it through work. Okay, well, um, actually, I'll give you guys a nugget because um, my dad's now a retired judge. Uh, but so the best, the best response, if someone says, oh, I don't need insurance, I have it through work, 
is to say, is your job guaranteed for life? Because I'll let you know a secret. Unless that person is a federal judge, the answer is no. That's the only, that's the only job position that's guaranteed for life. Um, so ask them that. That's certainly some opportunity there for, for a case. Um, kind of going through, obviously, big, um, you heard me and you heard Mike Duncan um, at, at NatCon talk about, we, we really want you guys to think of National Life Group in any of your bigger cases, right? So that could be anything from working with a business owner, um, a high wage earner, um, or even just someone that's wanting to save. Again, really, when you look at um, the advantages of an IUL, I'm not going to specifically talk about the latest round of um, Trump tax cuts that happened in the last year, um, the SECURE Act. You might have heard me or Chris talk about that before. But when you really look through what's in there, um, it's designed to, to find revenue dollars for the government, right? Taxes, right? They call it the SECURE Act, which is setting every community up for retirement. And it's not. It's, it's government revenue, right? Uh, and so with, when you have that combined with the current market volatility, combined with the folks that think the world's coming to an end, right, with the latest virus, um, the opportunity right now is, is probably better than it really it's been in the last couple of years in terms of being in an IUL, right? Um, you have that upside potential, that downside protection. Gina probably has the best video of all of us that's out there. Where, where National Life really comes to, to complement that story is hopefully you've seen this slide before or a version of it, uh, but it's our puzzle piece. Right, and so really the value add that we, we bring or the story that you can tell that client to move forward is most people still are thinking life insurance as that purple puzzle piece, right? Oh, well, it's, it's really death benefit, right? Which that, that's traditionally what the life insurance industry was, right? Um, and then finally someone in marketing was like, death, death insurance sounds terrible, let's, let's call it life insurance. And that's, that's where it's been since. Um, but really, when you add in the becoming ill piece or the living too long piece, that really covers all of your clients' finance, you know, outside of the fact that they're lazy and they don't work hard, which I don't know if there's a product to solve that. Fitz, let's, let's get our brain, our brain trust on it. We'll see if we can make some money. But outside of that, that covers the, the main concerns your client's going to have. And the key thing is we don't know which one of those will happen to them until it happens, right? So, hey, does it make sense to have a product that covers all three of those um, into one. So um, we will kind of breeze through. So why, again, why Index Universal Life? Um, again, it's kind of the best when you think of the ideal asset. Um, think of something that's liquid, something that is growing tax um, deferred, which you can get out tax-free as opposed to paying taxes in your 401k. Um, you have a lot more flexibility in terms of contribution limits in an IUL than you might with like an IRA or something like that. Um, so again, really when you're, when your client, um, some of the, the most fun appointments, Fitz, I know you've done this before, but some of the most fun appointments that you guys will have will be when someone says, Oh, I don't like permanent life insurance. And then you just make it a game, right? Oh, that's fine. I don't, you know, I, I'm sure there's some bad company. You know, did you get burned before? You know, obviously empathize with them, hear where they're coming from. And then you can kind of dance around it. Right. Hey, Fitz, what would the ideal asset look like for you? Oh, well, you know, I'd like something that's safe and it's not, it, it, it's not exposed to market loss. Okay. Well, how about liquidity? Yeah, I want it to be liquid, right? And so you get them to describe it and then you can say, oh, well, you wouldn't be interested in it anyways. And they're like, what? And I'm like, well, it's life insurance. And they're like, wait, what? It's life insurance? Well, yeah, again, right? They all, they all think of it as the purple, the purple puzzle piece, right? They don't know, they don't know that it's the new type of insurance. 
um, using a cell phone is always a good example too. I um, I actually don't think it's in my bag, but I have this it's super old. It's a it's a prop phone. It's a little toy phone, but it's one of those big like 1980s. You know, it goes from my hair all the way down to my chin. And uh, it's you know who knows what one of these is. And of course, there's always some yeah, there's some millennial in the back that's like, what is that? Uh, and but then again, you relate that to the iPhone, right? How many people do we know that has the newest iPhone? Is it 12 now? I don't even know what number of 11. Nice. I I'm still in the single digits myself, so please don't pick on me on that. But it's a great example, right? People see the perceived value. Even people that we know that you're like, wait, you bought a new iPhone because you were just saying earlier that you weren't sure you were going to make rent last month. Like, if people see value in it, they're going to find the premium, right? So again, that's one area where the IU will really help is if you talk about and explain it the right way, they will help you find the premium, right? Um, so I wanna talk a little bit about our easy underwriting as well, and then kind of give a little, just a, a, a little bit deeper of a dive into, um, uh, into the living benefits for, for you guys that wanna know or if you have an engineer that asks. So again, kind of how does a, an IUL work? Um, the slide, again, I really like this kind of 10,000 foot view, um, but it does kind of show what's going on. So as premium comes in the door, um, policy fees will get taken out of that, right? So a lot of times people will be like, oh, well, I think insurance costs way too much. Um, we will, we are, uh, IULs are surprisingly transparent uh, compared to some other uh, life insurance products that are out there. Um, if you have an engineer and you want to be able to show the actual cost of insurance, we can show that. Um, and then what's really fun is show the cost of insurance in their 60s compared to what they're paying taxes on their 401k when money comes out, right? And again, it's, I understand people don't want to pay fees. I'm the same way, right? I go to Costco and I buy a year's worth of toilet paper and that's even before the coronavirus has an issue, right? Because I like to buy in bulk and get a discount. Uh, but again, when you do that comparison, it's really a no-brainer. Right. Um, once you take out the policy fees, then you get that, you add that index performance. Right. Um, I love Gina's language of really talking about a max. Um, technically, the max is determined by the cap and the participant. Right. That's, that's this next slide for people that want to know that. Most clients don't need to go this deep. Right. So if you have an engineer, it's cool that you know this, or better yet, pick up, call Fitz, call me. Right. You don't need to necessarily know this part. Um, just talk about a max, right? Um, and again, that's the, the great trade-off that your client has is there's no exposure here, right? So um, for those of you that haven't been checking your phone today, right now we would be at, at bullet point number four, <laughs> right? Where we just lost a couple of years of, of growth. Um, you know, for, for folks that have an IUL policy that's, that's anniversary date is, is now or upcoming, they might not make any money this year. Right. Guess what? I've been in meetings where the client has said, thank you. This was my best asset on the balance sheet this year. Right. Because, again, they just lost, you know, they just lost, you know, 10, 20, depending on how, how aggressive they were. They just lost a good chunk of their other money. They're happy to see a zero. Right. Which sounds, again, particularly in the, in the great run we've been in the last 10 years, that sounds crazy to talk about. You are going to have those conversations. Right. The cool part about this, obviously, is. Once we get to bullet point 12, right, we'll see, hey, what's been the difference for the year? And that's how much they'll get. So, again, it's the upside potential with that downside protection. Pretty attractive. Um, again, that's where you can talk cap and participation, right? Again, it's a little too in-depth. Another story that I'll give you guys, though, because, again, I think this is important. 
again, you're talking about IUL as safe money, right? And so one example that I like to give um, for you guys here in the room, have, you, have any of you ever heard of the Boli market, B-O-L-I, Boli? I'm not talking about um, Ebola. That's a different virus. Um, so there's actually a niche of the life insurance industry, um, actually two, uh, Boli and Coley, uh, B-O-L-I and C-O-L-I. Those acronyms are bank-owned life insurance and corporate-owned life insurance. And so... Uh, I know you guys always want language. I get, we talk a lot, hey, what's good language to use? So one area that I like to talk and give you guys from the story is to ask a client, do you know what's happening to the money you put in the bank? It's a fair enough question. Right. Fitz, who do you bank with? Bank of America, great. Well, yeah, any of the big ones, but yep, that, one's, that one certainly qualifies. So what happens when Fitz puts his money in Bank of America, America then turns around and they look for their deals, right? They look for some mortgage lending, they work with business owners that are looking to buy a building or finance a strip mall for construction, right? Those are the deals that they see, okay, yeah, there's a little bit of risk here, but we think we can get good profit, right? And that's, that's the deal, right? If any of you guys know a loan officer at a bank, that's what they do, right? But that's not, that's not all, right? Federal government says, hey, banks have to have X amount on reserve in case, right? Anyone seen It's a Wonderful Life? Best Christmas movie out there, right? You just, they all show up at the same time. They want their money, right? So, Banks say, okay, well, what can we do with our safe dollars that's better return than just sitting here at the bank? Guess who they call? They call an insurance company, right? Hey, you guys do really good on safe money. Um, we're going we're gonna to put some money with you guys. Oh, by the way, um, if, I don't know if you've known this, Fitz, but Bank of America has not passed away yet, nor do I think they're going to pass away and die anytime soon. So they don't need it for life insurance. Right. But if they put in a life insurance contract, then they get those tax advantages that we talk about. Right. And so that's that's what they do. There's a whole niche of the industry that's devoted to it. Um, so, again, kind of the for that client that's like, well, I'm not really sure. OK, well, let's you know, hey, it's a great question of, of cutting out. Um, some people will ask me what I do for a living. And um, I always like to change up my elevator pitch. So one time I said I help rob banks and apparently there was a law enforcement officer in the so I, I've learned that I, I can't really use that one as a go-to elevator pitch, but, but it's true. Um, so you guys can help your clients get better return on their safe dollars, All right? That's where the IUL comes into play. Um, lots of different choices, particularly on the, uh, when we re-roll the Flex Life product out. Um, our standard illustration is going to default to that point-to-point -point cap focus. So of those three um, kind of, uh, I don't know if that's, Taupe. I don't know. I don't know what color that would be, but of those three that are the same color, that top one is what it, it defaults to. Um, but uh, but there are some new strategies there. If any of you guys are in the uh, multicultural or foreign national market, um, we do have the Hang Seng Index, which is out of Hong Kong. So if you're working with anyone in the Chinese market, they 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 do like that one. Um, and then that Credit Suisse one's another um, good one as well. So um, again. The rates are what the rates are. They can change. Your client can reallocate whenever they want. Um, and as most people are figuring out right now, it's really hard to time the markets, right? So it's really about, hey, what's the best fit for your client? Kind of go from, go from there. Um, so why National Life, Jim? IUL is great, but we have other carriers. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the cutting edge underwriting that's happening at National Life. So we understand that generally time kills all deals, right? Um, the sooner, the better. Um, and most of your clients don't really want to go to the nurse and 
draw blood and do that whole thing, right? And so um, really when we talk about easy underwriting, now that I understand what it is, it's really the best of both worlds, right? So um, for those of you that are used to what I call simplified issue or non-med, uh, where you don't do any blood or urine, it's, it's a quick in and out. Um, if it's simplified issue and not fully underwritten, generally you're trading away your best rates. Um, you can't get elite, you can't get preferred. That's the trade-off of getting it quick and simplified issue, right? What, what we are offering is, hey, our IULs are fully underwritten, which is good because we're going to give you elite and preferred for your healthy people, uh, which we actually, we're giving more preferreds now than we were, we were before. But we're not going to do blood and urine. Right, so it's fully underwritten, but on a what I would call non-invasive chassis. Right. Um, well, the, so typically it's just the medical questions, and then we use a third party called LexisNexis to get a risk classifier score. So basically, kind of big data, uh, almost Big Brother. Um, they actually, it's funny. They they have lots of crazy, and we've uh, we had a good conversation with them. They don't use any of the crazy like anything that you might think would be unethical, they're not using that type of data. So um, they actually can see if your client's posting pictures of them drinking and getting crazy on Facebook. Lexus sees that, that's not included in their risk classifier score. Um, so, which is, is kind of nice. Um, I gotta make, yeah, I gotta make sure I, I uh, be what gets posted. Uh, but no, so they don't use anything that would be kind of viewed as, hey, that's kind of questionable. Um, and then worst case, if the underwriter needed to, Marty, they would pull the APS. But again, the, the, the design is, what we figured out was our underwriters would look at a case, they would say, hey, I think it's standard. We'd send it off, we'd get the blood work, we'd wait two weeks, we'd track down your client. Um, we'd pay to get it shipped off to the lab only to find out, hey, it was what we thought it would be. And so our underwriters were like, there's got to be a better, uh, more efficient way for all of us, right? Um, particularly for you guys as agents, time kills all deals, right? And so that's, I really like now that uh, I fully understand how we're different than some of your other carriers. Again, we're giving out more elite and preferred rates now than we were in the, what I call the old system where everything was full blood and urine. Um, so again, best of best of both worlds. Um, that goes up to two million if your client's fifty or younger, right? So I'll still do fits on his ten million dollar case, but we're going to do a paramed at that at that point, right? Uh, for your clients that are fifty one to sixty, we can get up to a million before we would need to actually do um, blood and urine, and then if they're sixty one to sixty five, we'll do up to two fifty. So yeah, pretty pretty um, expansive on that end. Um, the only thing I, I like to show on the, on the banding, just as a, a good reminder for you guys, if any of your clients are looking at the $250, uh, $250,000 of coverage, um, I'll let you in a little secret, go $1 above. Because there's a uh, band, banding is, the uh, best way to describe banding is Costco, right? By buying in what's considered bulk units, right? If you do one more unit of insurance, it actually drops the price. And so um, typically, uh, actually, usually when I'm doing cases, if they're anything north of 225, I usually do 250 and $1 coverage because it's, it's usually enough of a break that you're better off just having a little bit extra benefit. So fun little nugget of the day for you guys. Um, and then the accelerated benefit riders. Um, again, I'll try to say very 10,000 10, foot view on this. Um, what makes National Life different from um, um, other carriers as well as your competition, right? I know some of you guys will run up against other agents. 
Um, we are in a world now where other carriers are vastly trying to get in in the living benefits game. So if you haven't seen it already, you will soon. Um, a cool thing about National Life Group, we first started marketing our living benefits, you guys, in World War II. Um, so you've heard me say we're over 170 years old, but again, the fact that we've had living benefits for that long is pretty cool. The other thing that makes us different is that ours are already built into the policy. So a lot of the other carriers, it's, hey, I'll give you a, a long-term care type rider. I'll give you a terminal rider, but we're going to charge you for that. Um, ours is already built in. So it's already built in for free. Um, the only cost is if they use it, we'll figure out what the present value is. Um, again, this whole idea of living benefits that you don't have to die to actually use. Here are the four of them broken down. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's actually, uh, Marty mentioned critical injury. Actually, a really cool testament of how, yes, we've been around and we've done living benefits since 1940, but we're not done. Critical injury came out um, in 2017. We said, hey, we, we want to we add a couple additional triggers. Um, critical injury specifically covers uh, paralysis, a coma, um, burns, and um, brain injury. Um, so add that to the usual cancer stroke. Um, again, it's the whole idea of it's here. We're not paying for it. Right? I'm from Texas. I pretend to be pretty stubborn. I don't ever want to use my living benefits. I want to kick the bucket and get my full death benefit. But if I needed it, it's good to know that I have it there um, as needed. So, again, pretty cool. Um, ours are totally, um, the client can use it for whatever they want. So, that's another part that's a little different. Some carriers require, hey, this has to be used towards a hospital or, hey, this has to be used at a long-term care and nursing facility. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Or, Yep. Yeah. So yeah, question was, so if they get cancer, can they redo their floors or can they take a last trip with the grandkids as opposed to pay the hospital to try the, you know, experimental FDA, they can do whatever they want. It's right. It's their policy. Uh, we're just, we're just providing options. Um, again, great. Talking about adding value, the more options that you can add for your clients, the more strategic they can be to do what's best for them. Right. And the reality is the more strategic you can help them be because they will ask Fitz, what do you think? What should I do? Um, so be, be that advocate in their corner. The more options they have, um, the better. Now, the cool part about living benefits is actually that, that green puzzle piece. So if you remember the three different puzzle pieces I had, I love marketing actually did something right from a color coordination. No one wants to be in the purple, right? No one wants to die too soon, although the color looks good on you. Um, everyone wants to be in the green, right? Everyone, everyone, well, the camera picks it up as purple, but, uh, but everyone, all your clients want to be in the green, right? When they, when we, when you say, if you give them a puzzle piece and say, which one of these do you want to apply to you? They all want to say, hey, I want to live too long, right? Um, particularly now, and you guys will see the power of this as markets continue to um, oscillate, is that other um, carriers out there that have IULs and have the ability to take income, they are typically taking income in what's called a variable loan, right? So they're taking money out. And in most cases, that illustration is assuming that they're still getting the same rate of return in retirement years as they got in accumulation years, right? Um, so I think ours right now is illustrating about 6% because again, we're super conservative. I get it. I know many, I've had many conversations with you guys. We're like, you guys get out illustrated. I'm like, I know, I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't want to get outperformed, but I'm okay for other people out illustrating. Um, if, if those policies don't continue to get that interest rate that we were illustrating, that variable loan might need to change, 
right? In retirement. Um, so we've given you the option of a, a guaranteed lifetime income benefit rider. So um, again, it's, it's out there. Um, it's already built in the policy. So you're, they're not paying anything to have it added on. Um, there is a charge for it that turns on only if they turn it on. So again, I can still be my, my aggressive me and do variable loans. But for the people that, that want safety or want that, that ability, we can say, hey, let's take all the risk off of your plate now that we've retired. Let's hang that around national life. Let's let them worry about all that risk. We'll get a guaranteed income stream forever. Right now, I know what you're thinking because you're saying, Jim, you said it yourself, conservative, 170 plus. Are you guys going to lowball me? Right? We don't try to, but they actually recalculate the formula every five years. So if we did lowball, or or more likely, if as soon as you turned it on, the policy capped out five years in a row, crazy good performance. If that results in a higher income, we will bump up the guaranteed income to the higher amount. If it keep it worth that. It's, it can't go down. So again, pretty cool for, for the folks out there that, that have endured a 2008, right? Minus 40% hit. Um, this is a very attractive, um, and again, it's an option, right? The, the, you can't, you can do variable loans if you want, but this is an option here if you want it. Um, I got some sales and marketing stuff. We kind of redid our illustration. Um, but I know Fitz had said something and I want to, I want to make sure I give you guys uh, value and then um, I'll hang around at least here for you guys um, if you have individual questions. Um, but, um, but yeah, so in terms of um, adding value for clients and language that you guys can use, obviously referrals are huge, right? Um, particularly for you guys that are, that are buying leads. Hey, why not turn one lead that you bought into five leads that you only had to pay for one, right? Uh, and so I liked seeing that list earlier on the board of a few of you guys are doing well on the referral standpoint. Um, I always like asking for referrals during my fact-finding meeting, right? There's nothing to say you can't when you close. It's certainly a good time because they just bought something, right? Hey, they probably like Marty because they just bought two or three policies from him. It's a good time to ask. Um, but sometimes people won't buy, right? Or, or like you mentioned, sometimes you have to go see them seven or eight times before they buy, right? I don't want you to have to necessarily wait seven or eight times before you ask for referrals, right? And so a, a good way that I have found um, to kind of filter some referrals early on in the process as opposed to waiting for the actual sale is during the what I call brainstorming vision or retirement casting part of your fact finder right so hey we're here we're doing the mortgage protection hey we're filling out a green sheet they got some old 401k money right when I switch to the retirement conversation my go-to question is hey Fitz we're gonna go golfing and we're now at retirement we're gonna go celebrate Hey, who are the other two guys that are going to join us at the tea time? Right? Oh, it's Andy Albright and who? Okay, perfect. But those are those are the are my best referral um, sources right there. Right? Um, yes, we always want to be specific in what we look for. Um, there are people out there. I'm one of them actually. So um, as productive as I'll be today, particularly with everyone calling me with the market, ultimately if I introduce Fitz to one of my other friends and I know they're good people and they'll fit together that will be the highlight of my day from a, what did I accomplish? Which is weird because I didn't really do anything. I just said, Hey, Fitz, call this guy. You guys are both cool. Go be cool together. But that's how my mind works. Uh, and so some of your clients think that way, but if you just say, who do you know? Well, I know everybody, <laughs> right? I mean, we're working with the Alliance. I've got like 3000 of you guys in my phone right now. I know everybody, you know, be more specific. And so one, don't be afraid to ask what you're looking for from the referral standpoint. 
Um, but, um, but also know that, um, I know Marty, you mentioned, Hey, I want to do, you know, some of the bigger cases, um, don't fall into the trap of thinking that my ideal client is the rich doctor attorney. Uh, I remember I walked through an exercise once uh, with a mentor. He was like, what's the ideal client? And I was like, well, they live over in Highland Park and they're a doctor and you know, they make X amount. And, and my, my mentor said, okay, so you're telling me you want to work with a client and they make 1.1 million a year. They spend 1.4 million a year. They're in all this debt. They think they're the smartest person in the room. They're never going to listen to you. They're not going to refer you to anyone. I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a terrible client. Um, and so again, the most important thing about a referral, and you guys know this, uh, but the most important thing about a referral is the borrowed trust from the person that introduced you. Right. And so, you know, do I want to meet all of Fitz's wealthy people and his CPAs and take them to CPA symposium here in, in June? Yes. Um, we'll talk about that, but the best referral, the best connection I can have with Fitz is going to be whoever he mentions when I say, hey, who are we going to go golf with to celebrate something? Hey, who are we going to go on a shopping spree with? Right? Because that's the trust piece. And ultimately, that's the strongest. That'll be the strongest referral there. So, um, yeah, just wanted to give you guys that, that little nugget. Um, I, won't, I won't do much on CPA Symposium, but just since you had mentioned it, um, one really successful marketing program that National Life has had over 30 years is something that we call our CPA Symposium. Um, our advanced sales team runs it twice a year. It's in Vegas. Um, it's in the non-CPA peak season, so June and November. Um, and it's a great conference. Um, if you have recruited a CPA or are trying to recruit a CPA or are trying to establish a good professional referral relationship with a CPA of, hey, here's how we can both be better by working together. Um, and so it, they share a lot of, it's not an insurance push or an insurance heavy um, seminar. They do talk about some of the good things that life insurance does that we all know, but they do it in what I call the CPA jargon, which is a language I cannot speak. Um, but it's really, it's really cool um, to see how they, um, you can tell that some sessions, all the agents are getting fired up because it's the, you know, it's the outgoing and, you know, rub, rub shoulders against each other. And then there's the other sessions where all the life insurance agents are asleep and the CPA guys are just writing frivolously. Um, and so it does a really good job of, again, showing the benefits of working together. Um, one brief um, success story. Uh, one of our agents last year, um, she traditionally has done about 25000 of premium with us uh, for about four or five years. I think she did 23 one year, but kind of ballpark there. Um, last year, her portion, so not with the CPA, because they do some of the joint work stuff together. Her portion of last year uh, was $1.7 million. Um, and in talking to her, she says, Fitz, this year I'm working on what I call my okay close. And I'm like, what, you know, you just did 1.7 million. I'm going to listen to whatever you say and write it down. She says, well, my phone rings and the client says, you know, Hey, Hey Jim, um, I'm Marty. Hey, I work with Fitz as my CPA. He told me that I need to call you and find a time in the day, day appointments for me to come by your office and fill out paperwork so that I can save a hundred thousand dollars in taxes. And I say, okay, that's it, right? Um, which, you know, which is really cool when you think about some of the different qualified plans that are out there for, for business owners and highway journeys. The two things that you need in a life insurance sale, um, really, I mean, even in a mortgage protection, certainly in any of the bigger cases, but even in a mortgage protection case, the two things you need are timing and trust. If you think of your client and all the advisors they have in their corner, their doctor, 
the, the teacher that teaches their kids at school, their attorney, their boss, of all the people that are in their corner, the one that has both is a CPA. They've been sitting there for 10 years, never saying they should, right? CPAs t tend to be more reactive as opposed to proactive. It's kind of a fun thing we joke about at Symposium. Uh, but it also means that when they see something that will help their client, by the way, they have the fiduciary responsibility to share that with the client, by the way, they'll tell them and the client will generally act upon that. So um, if you have a CPA or uh, if that's, uh, if you've wanted to get more into the, the business, uh, business owner world, it's a great way to kind of entry to it. And, and really our advanced sales team, I would say a second to none. I start off in the business at Northwestern Mutual, very well thought of, very much work with all business owners. They have an advanced sales team, couldn't tell you anyone on it, they haven't never talked to any of them on the phone. Um, our, our guys will actually call you back, which is kind of cool. So um, Fitz, that's really all that I have. I'm gonna turn it back up to you and bring you, bring you back up here. So yeah. thank you, Jim. Absolutely, man, appreciate it. Well done, yeah, give my hand everybody. conversation actually yesterday with uh, with an agent and I said you know we're I, I saw this when I was doing IUL sales uh, where uh, I may struggle uh, with that client to sell a 50 or 80 dollar a month mortgage protection sale or final expense sale uh, but then I started talking about tax-free retirement and IULs and suddenly they found a thousand dollars a month like it, it's 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 the craziest thing and so what you said Jim is spot on like hitting that doctor and if you're not in Dallas Highland Park is you know hoity-toity but you know hitting that doctor down in Highland Park uh, versus, you know, your next door neighbor uh, who's already putting 800 to $1,000 a month into a 401k and a portion of their paycheck every month going in there. <laughs> let Uncle Sam be your silent partner. Yeah, let Uncle Sam be your silent partner is what Jim just said. That's a great way to end it. Thank you, Jim. Uh, and uh, anybody wants to know details about that uh, CPA symposium, uh, be sure to let, you know, let me know. I'll send you Jim's information and we'll get it out there. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty sweet deal. Everything I hear about it so far uh, you know, CPAs basically teeing you up to go out and make a sale. And uh, it's, it's a great professional relationship as we talk about. So thanks again, Jim. And uh, thank you everybody for tuning in for that. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.